re 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 ready check monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though that's right monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though that's right monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though i said monday wednesday friday yeah you know it's a go okay i see they going off but we going to rewrite it though What's good? It's CC, the best rapper and producer in the whole wide world. God body, because I consume healthy products and do towel curls. Benevolent servant to the earth and philanthropist. And every phrase I say is a gem like amethyst. You could put any nigga next to me. Dope ass women and they's gonna look at him like, damn, who man is this? I may talk a lot, but you only got one thing to say. Love yourself and keep going. You are the world, so give all you can and take care of your body, your people, and your land. Where my nigga chan? What's goody? What's goody? Reporting live from the Midcard. It is the Midcard Mafia. Um, as I've done before, you know, I'm 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 an adult, I'm a grown man, turning 30 in a couple of weeks here. Um, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be about a week out. Um, I'll admit I was wrong. And you know, I at first was like, I don't know how I feel about the women's midcard title, you know, as ambassador to the midcard. It it didn't move me. I will be up front. I love Jay Cargill. Everything she does, I think, is great. But the TBS title hasn't moved me. Um, but I do think there's space in WWE for now. But I do think it should either be on NXT or be on the main roster, and then the tag title should be in the opposite. So I don't think there should be two women's mid-card titles. I think there should be one women's mid-card title kind of amongst the main roster or the tag titles or then vice versa. So that way you could kind of test it out and pilot it. Because I do think some women's wrestlers are good in tag teams. So if you want to maybe start off NXT with the tag teams just to help them wrestle, and then when they get to the main roster, they split up, I'm fine with that. But I, I think there's a space where on the main roster, for whatever reasons, the tag teams just never give it enough time, never seem to work. They never really hit for me. So I think the main roster could use a mid-card. I think that would be more beneficial. And I think the tag title can either stay on NXT or you kind of refurbish them as some type of new type of package deal. But I definitely think a mid-card title in the women's, I think it's time. I, I'm i not opposed to that. Um, there's one question I do have. Do you think it'll hurt the tag team division if it goes that, let's say like we put tag teams, titles, and um, NXT and then we just have the you know whatever it's called you know and women's intercontinental title whatever we want to call it um on the main roster do you think that it'll hurt any chance at having like a good women's tag team uh division in the main roster by not having a title because there's like not that thing to go after do you think there's a way that it would hurt it or does it not matter I feel like the issue with hurting the women's tag team division is that it has to exist for it to get hurt. And it's just not a thing, really. Like, it's just not something they've really committed to. And I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm not saying they should. But it's just like we're we're pretending as if there's all of these women's tag teams that are super over. And there's just not. Whether that's because they don't want it to be or because they just never have. There's just not. So it's like it's fine to admit that this didn't really work. 
Now, I think if you do like get a super fire women's tag team, maybe the tag titles come back. You know, I, WWE brings back titles all the time. Who cares? But I just think at this point, at its height, you know, we, we had, you know, Becky and Lita. That was really cool. We had EO and Asuka. That was re- no, Makari saying and Asuka. That was really cool. But it's just like we just never really had like four fire women's tag teams committed at once. It just never felt like it got that way. Maybe it's because of COVID or whatever. So I just feel like, yes, it would hurt it. But at this point, they haven't built it up. So they're better off, in my opinion, building it up in NXT. And then when it's big enough, move like most of it onto the main roster. So you kind of have a tag division already. Because I think the issue is that like with the men, there's always tag teams. Like that's just so baked in because of history. You can have the undisputed tag titles and then reintroduce the tag titles on one show, and there's like automatically four contenders. I don't think that's really the case in the women's roster. Yeah, I I think you have a solid point there. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I would have to agree with that. And um, and to be honest, if you'd agree with that point or disagree with that point, um, feel free to let us know by hopping over. And officially joining, if you do not join, or if you already have a membership, you are here for it. Um, and you feel free to upgrade at any point. Uh, the A-Show. That is right. The A-Show. That is what you are listening to right now. The A-Show RNC. Um, this is the Rewriters Room. Of course, we are the men with the pen. Um, and if you are not subscribed already to the A-Show, A-show on Patreon, um. I'll let you know right now um, you're going to miss out on some really, really good stuff. Um, we got a lot of great shows. Uh, you get early access to shows. That would be obviously the A show itself, the war report uh, rewriters room, which is what you're listening to. Um, I believe meals just dropped uh, a retro diaries a week ago. Um, so make sure you hit that patreon.com forward slash the A show RNC patreon.com forward slash the A show RNC and subscribe and it is definitely the more you get um for the more you pay um so if you want to put in the five you will get a, a good show you want to put in 15 you will get great content uh, and that's for your whole week so that's just up to you um and if you're listening right now you might be wondering why is cc talking so much um it's because we are actually waiting on my chan when did he say he's gonna be here uh, he just hit the chat. He said he's getting off work from an interview, so he says he's just now getting to his laptop. So he's opened up now. So he should gotcha. be here all right. So all right. So I know he he usually um takes no time to get on the calls once that laptop is open. Once he sends that message, so I'm just going to run through his intros and based on the timing of what he usually jumps on, as I sit here stall and talk to you, I'm going to mm-hmm. run through his intros and hopefully by the time he jumps on, he can just go right into the end of this. And I'll just say, you are about to be introduced to the John Cena journalism, the Brock Lesnar of broadcasting, okay, the Roman, Oh, the Roman reigns of rhetoric, the Paul Heyman of podcasting. Armand is not here, actually. Um, yeah, so Armand's not here. Um, but you can go ahead and and follow him if you were already <laughs> on the Patreon. You've heard a bunch of trivia shows that he's killed. I think he's undefeated still at this point. Um, but if you're if you're not, and if this is you know your first or your fiftieth time at this point, um, you are missing out on a great third opinion. You only have two thirds of the rewriter room to hear here today, but that is a majority. So we should still do. Okay. I think. Um, and, uh, yeah. So onward with the 
regular show uh we will get into our first segment which is the pre-write so for this segment what we like to do is just take a little bit of our our thoughts and feelings on what's been going on recently and um you know given that right before we started the show i just finished watching uh last night's episode of raw i'll go ahead and um get into it and um one thing i just wanted to it, 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 i'm actually going to name a couple of things but it's just one main thing i wanted to highlight one thing that i really really wanted to highlight was um the, the crowds or whatever um you know i know i've seen that there's been some talk amongst some people about uh what it feels like um with like wrestling these days like overall um but specifically the wwe and a lot of the moves they're making um with you know, you got two night mania, uh, manias now. You've got um, these premium live events that, you know, it seems like no matter where they go and whatever country that they happen to be in, they're just going crazy, both with the actual show that they're putting on. And there's been a consistency to that as well, which has been pretty crazy to see. Um, but one of the things I noticed, you know, that's been happening like a lot more recently to the point where I noticed myself getting you. I was, I was like, Oh, I think I'm just used to this was the crowd. Like the crowd has been so lively lately that I actually started to notice like when there were moments when like they weren't like, they were kind of just like sitting there and my reaction was like, Oh, what? why are they not like making noise? Like they usually do or whatever. And to like, think that I'm like, Oh wow. Cause when I came back to wrestling, I think it was in like the mid to like late 2010s. It was when I around I came back around that time. This is that Roman that y'all was booing. Like this is when I, I came back basically. <laughs> I, I came back and y'all was booing Roman Reigns and John Cena. And I was like, I don't I don't understand where we are right now. Um, but I was like, okay, I guess. Um, so um, you know, watching the crowd essentially go from we're gonna show up, but like actively hate on your product in front of you or whatever, to like, you know, marking out or whatever. I'm watching couples that's in their 30s i'm watching kids that's you know eight years old i'm watching you know uh 50 and 60 year old uh, guys and and guys and girls out there in the crowd dance feel things yell scream or whatever like that feeling is back and it's just just cool to see or whatever i was just wondering do you like do you feel the same thing watching tv from like you know the times where you saw where you could tell like where the crowd was into it does it feel like that again i think in what you really nailed on it was that is that it feels like that again it's because yeah. I think it got to a point where like the crowds were kind of so meh for so long, I kind of like forgot about it. Then obviously COVID happens. And I think for me, what it really was, was when they started doing some of these international shows, like that the show in um, Wales, I believe, the show that just in Puerto Rico, bro, you would hear some of these crowds. You'd be like, oh my God, bro, like they're going crazy right now. And then, and then you, they start doing some more home shows and more home peelings. You're like, oh, they're these crowds is really into this man, and, and it does feel like not as much of the like chanting and the what's like that thankfully is not back but like when stuff happens there's like positive energy behind it like think about the last time you saw one of those beach balls remember that used to be a thing like every every other week it was like someone had a beach ball in the crowd because they were so bored yeah like that doesn't happen anymore when dominic mysterio comes out people are upset like, i was just about to say he can't talk <laughs> WWE has a video that I just saw that they uploaded recently. And the title of the video is crowds booing Dom Mysterio. Like that's just, that's just the title of the video. (laughs) It's like this. 
And it's funny because I, yeah, I, no, I definitely that. think crowds are more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because when I was talking about that time yeah. when I came back, that's what I noticed. I was like, people there don't even like I'm like, how are you there? And you're not really like into this. Like, I'm confused. But then I was like watching some of, you know, I'm not going to single anybody out because it was kind of like a systemic thing. You could see it, whether it was like, you know, because of what they're being told backstage or, or what they did or didn't have themselves and what they happened to perform with. You could just see or whatever there would be you know, a a person who is supposed to, you know, be a heel. And it's like, they don't hate you. They don't really hate you. Yep. And they need to hate you. So when I see that Dom can't even, he literally cannot talk because they are just booing him to fucking hell, bro. To see it go from like where it was to like that, I'm like, yo, this is great. This is awesome. Like, this is what it's supposed to be. The, like, the, to me, the show isn't just the show, it's the participation in the show. And yes. if you listen to if you listen to Rock uh when he publicly gives advice to people about wrestling or whatever, that's what he always says. One of the things he always says is like go and feel how they feel, feed off of that shit, give it to them and like feed it back. Like that's a tried and true method. Like you gotta do that shit. So I'm just, I'm just, I just wanted to like say that I'm glad to see that that shit is back. But uh, but yeah, Channing, what'd you have? Last thing I'll say on that, I think the other half that's what's been nice about that is that I think the crowd has almost realized that like, oh, if we're fun, this will just be better. Everyone will have a good time if we just have a good time. Like almost like the crowd had to remember like. Oh yeah, wrestling can be taken away. So one, don't take it for granted because they can take it away. Mm-hmm. And two, it's like, oh, if we just like all enjoy this and get into it, everyone it'll like collectively bounce off, and everyone will just have a better time. So let's just do that instead of just like being snarky and like cutting and stuff. It's like people are just that just effect of like you seeing someone having fun is gonna make you have fun, and it's just gonna spread across the whole arena. So that's been dope to see too. Shannon um, just told y'all the secret to life. That was the that was. Play that back. Like, play that back. Just get committed. If you're all in, it'll be more fun every time. Um, Mine is, is more of honestly a question. And it's interesting your story because mine's kind of historic too. It, I was thinking about like current wrestling and I think the product is great. No complaints. But what I, this is a personal thing. I personally like some of the more darker, spookier elements of wrestling. You know, I love uh, Undertaker, Kane, Fiend, whatever. Um, I feel like we're in a very non-spooky, occult, magic-y era. So we ha- we have, like, some cool, like, very cool, like, tough guys in your Gunthers and your Romans, but no one's real dark. And obviously, like, you know, maybe as a society, we just don't have magical stuff. But even the Carrion Cross stuff just doesn't hit. Fiend's gone. Like, we just don't have any real dark stuff. So I just wonder, like, is that just a result of like the era we're in where like people just don't respond to that as much or is it just we don't have the right guy because like i look across the you know at like a house of black and while they weren't being utilized very well for long that is so cool and i think that gimmick could work so well with better production even alistair black just going back to the nxt gimmick you just put that on tv that was so cool and we just don't have that ominous threat it's like almost we had gunther for a while but then he almost got too good and too polished where, like, he's elevated out of, like, the monster role. And, like, Braun Strowman was tagging with Ricochet and was kind of a babyface-ish. So we just really don't have any, like, scary monsters. Even Bronson Reed, I'm sorry, unfortunately, he's not tall enough to be scary. Like, he's imposing, but he's not, like, a scary monster. And I just, it'd be interesting to see, like, 
Is it, you know, Joey Gacy, some of the Joey Gacy and the schism stuff? You know, where do we get that dark element? Because I just feel like that's just baked into wrestling. But it's like maybe we're just in our American badass era, like of Undertaker, where it's just it's like we're not going to do that for a while. And maybe we'll get back to some dark stuff, but maybe we're just going to ride motorcycles. I'm just kind of interested. You know, what do you think about that kind of stuff? Yeah, I so I'm with you on that or whatever. Like I'm rewatching. I'm I'm almost done with 99 now, about to get into 2000. So this is like the end of when they, you know, this is past um, like maybe three months, four months removed from um, the ministry and shit or whatever. But um, yeah, one of the things I remember, so I was watching, I was watching one of the ministry, one of the ministry segments on Raw. And I remember just thinking like, what is like, what is, what is he trying to do? Like, what is he trying to do? Not from a sense where, I'm like fully invested in the story. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is he trying to do? I'm trying to figure out like, okay, what's the, what is he, what is his character supposed to be doing here? Like, I wonder what his character has set up for that other character and what's going on here. And it's like, you're making me ask a question, which is making me interested because I want to know the answer now. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's the aspect that people don't understand about the dark and spooky shit or whatever that is like i would say is like missing and you could have that part and there are so like look at what la knight did with um with bray Wyatt, bro mm-hmm. like he was so great at playing like a yo what the hell is this like what no exactly. bro what's going like it yeah. was, and he wasn't like doing that thing to where like he's like pretending to be like somewhat confused and being like Oh, like I can't understand why black blood is coming out of your eyes. Oh, that's weird. No, he was legit. Like, yo, what the odd? Oh, like things would happen, and he would get out the ring. He'd be like, Nah, what's son? What is that? Yeah. No, nah, what's going on? Like bro? a normal person would react. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's enough normal people, like normal people, like type of personalities in the superstars, not just the people who they are, but what they're portraying that you could have stuff going on like that. Like most of the people are just normal. They're just supposed to be like normal people. They don't have like this. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm like a, I mean, uh, Candles Array is uh, technically a pixie, but you know, I guess, you know, whatever that means, that's kind of close to being a human. It's just like, it's like coming out with fairy wings. It's like, I just, I wish I could explain to kids. It's like, yes, she comes out with fairy wings every week. Kane used to light the ring on fire every time he came into the ring. They used to have matches where they buried someone alive. Randy like Orton, to- <laughs> with his the help of his father, I believe it was, in front of thousands of people, poured yep. gasoline all over yep. a tall-ass coffin and, quote-unquote, set the Undertaker on fire. They put Big Bossman on a cross. I watched I- him <laughs> get hanged in real time. Real time on TV. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, maybe that's just because that's what era we grew up in. But like, like I'm just wrestling. Used to, it, it's funny thing, but it is some dark shit now. I just feel like they just don't really like. They get violent like physically. Like they'll be yeah. like, oh, we're real fighters. But like, no, bro. They, they used to like try to kill people. Yeah. Like wrestling. And I can kind of understand it because you do. So there's like a there's the corporate aspect to it or whatever to where like of it's course. like okay, yeah. this company has a certain kind of brand. And this brand can trying to get bought by Disney. Yeah. We're trying to be on Disney Plus, bro. Yeah, like, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, nigga, but I could go on Max and I could watch a kid's show and I could watch Insidious. So like exactly. yeah. why aren't y'all thinking like think like that, nigga? Like think like yeah. Yeah, like 
like Disney on the same, like on the Disney has a bunch of stuff under it. D Disney has ESPN under it, which ESPN, I'm sorry, but it's sports. So you're going to have like a bunch of like women beaters, alcohol, like a whole bunch of just like different kind of like abuser type Action. and like competitive type people who just technically, you know, it, we're looking at the competitive type of people who usually make it to the top. There's going to be a lot of narcissistic kind of shitty people in that group yeah, or whatever. Like, and the people we watch sports, we know they're like that. Like, <laughs> like, ah. but like you got that. And then it's, do you want to build a snowman? Like you can't, <laughs> you like if Disney can do that shit, bro, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you can pull that shit off. Now, of course I see how you want to stay in one lane and then expand or whatever. But I do think, you know, I mean, we got like Gen Z's like into you know, like a bunch of like different shit these days or whatever. I'm I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure you won't have a hard time convincing the youth to like get into like some spooky shit. I'm pretty sure there's like the the average Gen Z Gen Z kids room probably has like mood lights and like one of those fucking yeah. like um, those fucking like rugs with like the astrological shit on it, like hung up somewhere or whatever. Like that's what a kid's room looks like. Like when or it's like, like nineteen year old, twenty year old. I've watched a Billie Eilish music video. Before. Yeah, I know what the fuck. Like <laughs> the kids will watch some scary shit, bro. The kids will like, get into it, bro. I've seen a little Uzi Vert video. I, exactly, like, bro. Playboy Cardi is very popular. Like yeah, you can so, get dark and make it current. You don't have to be nineties vampires. You know exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is that they don't really. They probably just don't have someone in the management yeah. so slash like executive position who kind of gets that because the the wrestlers were in it and they understood it. And these wrestlers now, some of them are in it, but most of them are. You could just tell like no. Damien, like the only one about that real rock, that rock star freak boy life. Like he's the only Same, one. Man. <laughs> Like he the only, he only on he the only one on that, like that real like freak boy, like early mm. 2000s new metal shit. <laughs> He got secrets. <laughs> Damien, Damien Priest got got uh, got stuff, bro. He got stuff sitting on his heart, bro. That I don't even know about, bro. Damien Priest walking, shit, bro. bro. <laughs> Damien Priest walking into the room or whatever. I'm like, yay, man. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna let you have it, my boy. Like you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Whatever you gotta um, do, big dog. But yeah, so um, moving on to our free write. This is the the part of the show where, you know. We got some questions that we put together. We just kind of want to dive into similar to the pre-write, but this is a little bit more focused on things that we've been seeing going on, a little bit more thematic or whatnot. That being said, I noticed, you know, so we just had the 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 changing of uh, a lot of it was all of the main belts. You know, you got the Basically, new world yeah. heavyweight champion for the women's side and the men's side, and then there's a WWE champion for both the men's and women's side. Um. So that being said. When I was looking at that, I was just like, oh, OK, like we got new belts. Clearly, we trying to like pay attention to championships and like make them mean something. And I looked or whatever and I was like, well, you know, you don't really have to do any work with, you know, Roman's title slash titles, all three of them, if you want to call it that or whatever. You know, Seth, it's Seth, like Roman is Roman. Seth is Seth. Fucking it's Oscar. I don't need to explain to you why she's champion. And Rhea is like, you know, fucking Rhea. Like I all of this is like you look at them, they already look like champions, and then they have the, the championship on their belt. Even down to Gunther or whatever. Like, same thing, or whatever. So that being said, I'm like, that's all solid. But you know, I still feel like both on the, the men's and women's side, like that tag team, you know, is looking a little eh, like we were talking about before. And then um with uh like the u.s title which you know like i don't even know what the fuck is going on with that and you know and you know a little the little fucking like uh novelty part of me like wants to see something happen 
with that 24-7 title just because I just like little dumb shit like that on the side or whatever. But I say that to say is like, you know, with the whole picture of the championships, you know, the ones that are being done well, the ones that are kind of like not in the picture and the ones that are there, but you don't really know how you feel about it. Are there any championships, you know, whether that be the superstar themselves wearing the belt or the belt itself or maybe both that you could see like maybe using a facelift? And like, if so, like, how would you book that? Both are things. I think as adults, as grown people in society, we all need to admit the U.S. title was a miss. You know, it just doesn't look that good, especially now with the newer belts. Like, because the IC title, I didn't like it first, but now it's it's fly. It's it's, a, it's Gunther's belt, and I think it belongs there. Bring back the white anytime, but I do think it looks cool now. But that universal title belt, the world heavyweight title belts, that WWE women's title belt, Chef's Kiss did their thing. The U.S. It just looks it looks it looks cheap. And so you got to change that. I think in NXT is interesting because I remember when 2.0 started, they kind of added some more color to the NXT titles, the men's and women's titles. And then they've kind of taken the color away from the presentation of the show, but they've left it on the belts. And I feel like that at some point has got to change. I just think that like, even if you don't have to go back to the old big X belt, but I do think that like, getting some of that color out, I think it just looks a bit silly. Like, it was one thing when Braun Bricker had the colorful singlet and the colorful belt, but, like, Carmelo Hayes is wearing, like, black and gold, but there's, like, flecks of pink and turquoise in the belt. I think it looks a bit childish. Um, And then lastly, kind of going off my first point, which I, I if, if Hunter, if you want to do this, I know they'll be angry, but I'll support you. If you want to go down there and get that North American title, just put that on the main roster, bro, swap out the U.S., I wouldn't even hate it, because that North American title is beautiful. That's a belt. That brown strap, bro. That you might belt. have to incorporate that somehow, bro. That's a that's that's that's, that's a man's belt. championship, bro. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful, dude. That's my favorite belt. Like yeah. that's why, like, when I see like like uh like West these days or whatever, I'm just like, bro, like I see why you're going crazy. I would want to protect that fucking belt too, nigga. Like, I'm not losing this shit. <laughs> like, what I if I was walking around bro. with this shit? You know how I would I already talk crazy to niggas. You know how crazy I would talk to niggas if I was walking around with that belt? Like, the fuck you mean? I got this. What you talking about? Come see me about it. What you talking about? It's just so beautiful. It's That's just like, belt. yeah, I'm just looking at it now. I'm looking at pictures. I'm like, yeah, they have to, like, figure something out. Where the I don't know that... if you guys try to do that, but that way that brown and gold. Oh. The way it just, oh. It's, and see, that's the thing. It's the, I think that's the thing that, I when I was even with the new belts, I'm like, it's like, it's cool. Some of them are like better than others or whatever. But it's like the first thing to me that you have to get down is the contrast between just yes. the colors that you yes. see on yes. the plate parts in the belt. Because yes. before I even see the actual design, I'm just seeing colors. I'm just seeing the colors. Yep. And if that don't hit, I'm like, all right, nigga. What did you put in this design that's about to really pull me in? But now I got to look and whatever. And if you move in, I can't really see. So now I got to stare. Like, it's just so like for me, it's just like and then on top of that, it's just like it kind of like gives it like the whole thing. That's the one of the things I liked about uh some of like the old belts, the way that some of the plates would would kind of contrast against the black strap with like look. Yeah good or whatever so i think that's just like i'm less concerned with what you put on the actual fucking plate because like the bit shining like, yeah yeah it's it's hardly a time where that's gonna look terrible i don't 
like I can't foresee somebody putting like a terrible ass design in the middle of that. Some people will do it or whatever and have done it fine or whatever. It's gonna happen every once in a while, but I know I can count on that being looking looking okay. What I don't know if I'm gonna get is if I like that color of that belt with how those plates look and like shine and all of that shit. Like hundred so, percent. Yeah, it's something about like because obviously it's a toy. Like so you're like you said, they're gonna the branding and the big stuff is gonna be right. But how it looks on TV and how the light hits it when you're walking around, because like that's what we said. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but like about them tag belts. It was cool at first, but now you see in that silver and the color contrasted with like a proper gold prestigious belt, and you're like, Yeah, I can't. It look like Sammy, you look silly. Like, take that yeah. off. It's like when somebody show you something, like maybe like they wearing like some outfits or something, and then you like it's hard for you to like see them in it. And then like you ask them to like maybe like walk over there or like do some certain thing with it. And then you see something that's ugly about it, and you like, you know what? Nah, dead that yeah, shit. Get the <laughs> other one. That's what it's like. Yeah, yep. that's exactly what it's like. Cause that's how I feel about a few of these belts. I'm like, listen, until once I see that thing that I really like or whatever, bro, I know I'm gonna abandon this with no problem. Like it's not hooking yep. me like that. Yeah, that's that's actually it's actually funny that you brought that up um with NXT because that's that's the next question. Um, is like you know, with WWE clearly advancing their plans for NXT to be like a full-on third brand or whatever, like what are kind of like your thoughts on that? And I mean specifically in the vein of like, you know, we were talking about this earlier with the tag team belts, like they could either be on like, you know, the women's main roster or like the NXT, you would prefer to just like kind of like sit one place. But, you know, if we had, if we're, if we're going to have NXT be like a full on third brand, I imagine there's going to be some sort of like developmental that exists kind of like subsequent to that, even though it kind of already, it already does exist, but there might, you know, be an expansion into that or, or whatnot. And then NXT expand on its own. So ultimately you'll have just more people under the umbrella and eventually there'll probably be more people on you know they're taking up total tv time throughout the week um so do you think that's like one of the things where it's like it'll be like too much wrestling like not enough people get enough shine like how do you what do you think about that i actually i tweeted something about this and i was talking to people about it and the more i thought about it the more i think this is actually going to be the case so i think in that not on purpose, but I think this is just a natural evolution. I think NXT is not stagnant the way SmackDown and Raw are. I think NXT is going to, at times, bubble up and have a bunch of stars and be a suitable third brand. Or that way, on Survivor Series that year, you can have the three-way show. But there will also be years where it's just down, they're rebuilding, they're reloading, and it's not a legitimate brand, and I think that's fine. I think as long as it has the same TV slot and the product is still quality, I think the the status of it will just always be in flux. And I think that's good. And I think what I think a lot of people are under are not counting right now is that a lot of our favorite wrestlers are getting kind of old. And I think they're wrestling for longer because medicine is better, but there's a lot of wrestlers you'll see a WWE tweet out happy 43rd birthday. You'd be like 43rd birthday. You'd be like, how old is Bobby Ashley? How old are some of these people? Bobby Lashley, Sheamus, Drew, Bro, even Roman, like, and then, like, Seth don't got that much long or whatever, like. Bro. So I think that what's happening now, and you see it in NXT, you'll see, oh, they signed this 20-year-old such-and-such, 19-year-old former athlete. I think we are about 10, 15 years away from, like, a mass NXT exodus mm-hmm. where a bunch of people are going to retire because they were wrestling forever and then they fall off, and then there will be a time where NXT will be barren. 
because like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people have yeah. to be called up in the NXTO bubble back down. But I think right now we're in like one of the high moments where it's crescendoing and then it'll once Carmelo Hayes and all these people get called up, it'll kind of fade, fade away a little bit and then it'll bubble up and bubble back down. So, so I think it's just the natural motion of NXT. Personally. That's that's a good point. And you know what? That actually kind of like for me explains why I've seen so much. And because it's not it's not an accident that it's news. They want it to be news. Um yeah about how WWE has been like scouting people and like looking for people and trying to get people. They're trying to put the bug out there and say like, Hey, you know, I, they realize they're like, Oh, we going to need some niggas. Like, <laughs> like it's going to be, they, the motherfuckers Men and niggas, women. They remember, uh, what was it? Like, I don't know what, the, I don't know what years to call it. Let's just call it. Like, I don't know. 2000 the shameless years. I was going to say, let's, they remember 2008 <laughs> to 2015 ish yeah. or whatever, whatever that was like, they remember that the early 20s. You were talk we're talking about it and we laugh about it. it is beautiful, but like Dominic Mysterio is wrestling. That's how old Ray Mysterio is. <laughs> like, Bro, this I was is just, not going on forever. <laughs> I was just watching Survivor Series 2002. First of all, this motherfucker was moving at two times the speed that he is now. I was like, because I was like, I did Superhero I did shit. feel like you doing you going slower, but when you watch how fast he used to be, it's like that's fucking insane. And then yeah. two, or whatever, uh JR. And King keep calling him kid. I'm like, that's what we talking about. That's Dom's dad. What? Then I'm like, oh my god, holy shit! <laughs> twenty years ago, bro, bro. Yeah, that's twenty years ago, dog. That's, that's how crazy. old. So that's what I'm saying. For perspective, it's like because he wears there with the mask and he looks basically the same. You don't think about it, but it's like, bro, a lot of these people who have been wrestling, like they said, Edge has wrestled in four different decades. That's I'm not even that old. That's yeah. I've not lived through four different decades, bro. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hold on a second. It was the nineties, the two thousands, twenty tens, and twenty twenties. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? bro. That's what I'm saying, and I think we like are in a good part of wrestling, so we're enjoying. But like, I think we're coming to a point where a lot of these people are going to be done wrestling soon, bro. And we're gonna have to have people like Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes. You know, Cora J, Roxanne Press to carry this torch, bro, because it's coming. And you said we do not want to get into another Sheamus <laughs> barren year situation, bro. So I think that's what they're prepared for. Even that notion that NXT is a third brand is because it's like we need you guys to be ready mm -hmm. for because one day it's gonna come, bro, where you know the shield's gonna sit out. Mm -hmm. Yep. Drew McIntyre yeah. gonna sit out at some point, bro. Walter got a wife, man. He ain't gonna wrestle forever, man. Some of these, these people got children, bro. They got yeah. families. Mm -hmm. Oscar's not gonna wrestle forever, bro. Charlotte's not gonna wrestle forever. And so, oh, yeah. so we gotta have some things shaking and moving. Now, and I think we're right now planting the seeds of it and we're getting it ready for like it's gonna be big time. I can't wait to see what that look like. Speaking of speaking of moving on, uh, Quavo and Offset recently moved on from the differences and got back together on a takeoff, RIP Tate. Um, so the last question is, are there any superstars who have had like some past history, whether they're teams, rivals, whatever it was that you think should be like revisited? Because I've seen, you know, um, you know, there was like that whole thing where, you know, last time I watched Shelton and Benjamin and um, Cedric Alexander, I was just like, it would have been cool to see like what her business 2.0 would have looked like. But at the same time, I'm not like no pun intended. I'm not hurting over it. But um, 
that just made me think I'm like, you know, cause I was also watching survivor series 2002 and that's just essentially the story of like triple H and Shawn Michaels. So I'm just like, huh? I wonder if it would be interesting for anybody to like, kind of like revisit it. And I don't mean like in a cheap kind of like one-off, like this has happened. Uh, well, it could be like a, a cool little like moment where it's like a one-off in the backstage or I, what I really mean though, is like kind of like watching a story, whether that be a feud or whatever it is. Um, but is there anybody that, that you could think of off the top of your head? Cause the only people that I could think of is like, obviously like the Roman and Seth, or whatever seeing them like get into like another program again but that was the thing that made me ask this question because i was like there's actually nobody i've seen that has history that i want to see them go back to anything so i was wondering if you if you saw that anybody no no you bring up a good point because there's like shorter histories where it's like these people have had a match but like a lengthy history the only people i could think of are like real old niggas like Randy Orton or something like yeah. that. You know, people who just have just been wrestling forever have a lot of story. But I think about Roman and Seth, what I really want to see is I want to see them actually be friends again. I think Ooh. that is what I'm really missing. Like, I don't necessarily see them actually tag team together, but just like a moment, because I feel like we've seen Roman and Seth tag when like the shield first started, but I feel like once they all went solo, it was always like Dean coming back to Seth. It was yeah. really like Seth and Roman be cool. But I thought it would be cool to see a moment where, you know, just Seth just at one point, they're old niggas, you know, this is Braun Breaker v Seth Rollins at WrestleMania or some shit, you know, 10 years from now. And Seth goes up to Roman is like, you know what, bro, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And just like, just that, and it could just be left at, I would really like to see just some mending of the fences of the shield, not even on some wrestling shit, but also just like this is some Shakespeare and brother shit. And before we leave, we need to make sure we're on the good page. So I, I would like to see that. And then also, and I know it, it can't happen, and I know he's he's hurt, but like I gotta see Hunter. I gotta see Hunter get get in the Yo, mix a little bit. He gotta, get, he gotta get his nose in something. He don't have to bump. He don't have to work. But I gotta see Hunter stick and move. Find a new proxy. Find us. Find us something, bro. I need to see Hunter out there. You know, just. Touching the people, you know, getting on the mic, talking some shit, man. I I miss it, man. So it could be him and Seth, him and Roman. You know, I I I honestly, if 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 you do Roman v Seth again, you might need to throw Hunter Thunder, maybe special guest referee, maybe Hunter is managing one of them as an authority figure. I, I think there there's there's coin to be made there. Triple H screws Seth. And Roman v. Seth. Like poetry, it rhymes. Beautiful. I'm telling you that. And then like, so one, I just want to say, I just wanted to ask you, like, have you the last few times Triple H came out? Have you seen that look in his eyes? Like, because I was like, what you just said, it was after one of the last few times he came out. I was like. Dude, you gotta be like an authority figure, not like the authority. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you gotta get involved in some of this, man. Like, you have when he, when he handed Seth that title, I was like, I know, I know, Hunter, it's taking everything in you to not close on him and pedigree him right now. Cause Hunter, the the Hunter I grew the game, the cerebral assassin, no way he's handed Seth title. That's all I wanted to see. No way. All that's I need all to I kick to, to the groin pedigree. Because that's that's we all know that's that's the hunter we know. And, and just we look down at him. 
just like he can't, but you know, that's that's what we needed. That's what the people really needed in at Night of Champions was a a quick pedigree. I think that's why I want The Rock to to pull a Roman card so bad is because I'm like, bro, I, Hunter can't do it. Sean can't. I'm like, I just need one last, just one. I just need one more, bro. I need yeah. one more rock bottom, bro. I just need to feel it one more time, bro. I'll just be one good, more, bro. One more kick, kick the nigga arm in. Look at the crowd. I just and the 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 camera zoom out. I just need one more, bro. One more if you smell. With that first, like we talk about returns, but like we rarely talk about The Rock. Cause he, I feel like he changes fucking interest music every time he comes back. But yeah. when it was that, that was drums. If you smell, when you heard that, bro, I go man, back and I watch that till 2011 return like a few times, like every year or two or whatever. I'm like, yo, this is because you know what it is. Just like if you have like that pull amongst the people to where like the people love you, that's what you'll get when they hear your shit. Yeah, or whatever. That, like, the rock's the fucking yeah. man. You see why he's acting because he's the fucking man. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so that wraps up our, our free write, and we will get into why you guys came in the first place, our last segment, the final, the finale, the rewrite. Now, I said earlier the topic uh for this episode was women's money in the bank. Um, we talked about money in the bank during the before we write fun facts instead of the trivia because our mom's not here today. If you have the Patreon, you enjoyed that, you've been uh guffawing as they'll say for the last hour or so since then um if you are tapping in because you have not paid you missed something that was really really great but like i said before the end of this episode after the end of this episode tomorrow day after you have the opportunity to go ahead and hit patreon.com forward slash a show the a show rnc and hit that subscribe button but that being said this is the last part of the show we call this the rewrite so this is where we take something you know pretty regular or maybe it was extraordinary extraordinary already and we just apply some i would like to say fine-tuned well-educated very cultured uh minds to it and you know sometimes it comes out classy sometimes it comes out another way you know but uh but yeah this uh this topic for today is going to be the women's money in the bank um chan if you don't mind i'd like to get started because i feel like i want to hear what you got to say and i just want to get my little you know, iffy shit out the way. So, um, listen, this is what I, this is what we're going to do. All right. We're going to travel back to money in the bank. 2021. We coming out of COVID. I'm still wearing a mask at this time. Cause I don't trust niggas. Never trust niggas before COVID. Now I really don't trust niggas. You know what I mean? Sorry. That's just how it is. But you know, we're at money in the bank, 2021. And I don't know if you guys remember this match. If you don't, not really reason to remember it, but you know, we're going to remix it or whatever. So here's what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is I'm not going to change this up too much or whatever, right? We're going to have the same kind of like situation playing out where we get to close to money in the bank. We need to decide who who uh, who's going to be in it. Um, so we still get Alexa in it. We still get Oscar in it. We still get Liv Morgan in it. And we still get Selena Vega in it. But I'm going to change up a few things. So Natalia wasn't originally supposed to be in this. She's going to be in it too. She's going to be in it too, actually. We're, we're actually going to keep Natalia. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to change this up a little bit. Um, just just a tiny bit. Not not get too crazy. We're going to we're gonna add some people. So we've got so far Alexa, Oscar, Liv Morgan, Natalia. Um, then what happens is uh, Naomi's about to get her spot. She ends up getting her spot. 
earlier that that uh that episode Shayna had lost the match when she was teaming with Naya and you know Naomi's riding off a high realizing that she's going to be in the money in the bank get her chance walks by Shayna and um like Naomi's just kind of like laughing or whatever and the way that Shayna's walking by Shayna thinks that Naomi's laughing at her and she's like if you think you're so funny why don't you put up your money in the bank spot against me so next week they go at it Shayna catches on her, her on some dirty stuff outside the ring, like when the ref wasn't looking or whatever, comes in, carry in the clutch, boom, just straight up tapped out. Shayna gets the spot and money in the bank. So now we got Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, and Natalia or whatever. We just need one more spot. Who is it going to? Oh, what? Uh, what? Is that? Is that a bird? Is that? Is that a? Plane? No, that's the genius of the sky, Io Shirai at this point. Yes, that's right. Io is going to be the one who's coming into Money in the Bank 2021. So we got Alexa Bitts, Asuka, Liv Morgan, Io Shirai, Selena Vega, Shayna Baszler, and Natalia. This is going to be a spot fest. And that's exactly what this Money in the Bank is. So I, I really wanted this to just have like a team of people that I knew would be able to do some absolutely crazy shit. And like just go and, and you know just fuck each other up in crazy ways. So um we get to the night of money in the bank or whatever. We're ready to have like a crazy match. Everybody does their uh um uh I uh at this point we have one match start before this. Um and you know after that match, uh we're showing a couple people right before they go in or whatever, we do our little commercial, but then after we come back from that, um, it's one of those paid like commercials from one of the sponsors or whatever. After we come back from that, Natalia's in the back and she's all banged up with a bunch of uh medical staff all around her, trying to figure out what's happening. Pierce is going crazy. He's like, What's happening here? Um and and no, no one really knows what's happening. But, you know, he's like money, you know, they're telling them somebody walks up to him uh, and they're like, hey, you know, money, you know, the money in bank match is supposed to be next. What are we going to do about replacing her? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Just like I'm worried about her. Like, I don't know. Just just do the match or whatever. So, like, it just happens or whatever. Everyone comes out except for Natalia. Um, And then um, the match is going crazy. I picked all the right people. Io Shirai is jumping off of shit. Liv's going fucking crazy doing shit. Asuka's fucking niggas up. Alexa Bliss is getting her little shit off and taking bumps or whatever. Selena Vena's, Vega's doing some crazy shit. Shayna Baszler is fucking niggas up. It's just, uh, it's just going stupid that whole night or whatever. Um, and then like Nikki, Ash, and you know, she's the one that, you know, in actual 2021, she ended up winning this. So, kind of like similar to that where like everybody's kind of like busy with each other she gets to the point where she's climbing up the ladder or whatever and she's just about to set her feet to like reach for the briefcase when all of a sudden you just hear that's right it's sasha motherfucking banks that's who fucked up natalia earlier she comes out and a couple more spots goes crazy she jumps off the ladder and hits a meteoro onto somebody damn near on another ladder or whatever then Liv gets to the top or whatever at some point Sasha grab her arm through the ladder and like kind of put her on the bank statement at the top of the ladder Liv just kind of like fall off like passing out and then Sasha grabbed the motherfucking case and then she cash out on Charlotte at SummerSlam not only that in order to win Naomi ends up helping uh, Sasha Banks or whatever and it seemed like they kind of form their own like little team bad and like she goes here or whatever but actually what happens is 
um you know after this is like kind of like told to her by someone else and she like realized it whatever like she realizes that even in team bad and like now she's helping sasha a lot but sasha doesn't really help her or whatever and then they have like a championship match for like the title i think at like royal rumble or whatever but that's kind of how i wanted to push it to where it's like you know what if people didn't leave <laughs> so that was probably right that was fire but like one thing i always reminds me of bro NXT Shayna Baszler was such a fucking problem, dog. Bro, that that's why I, used to be so mean, bro. So that's why I put. I was like, bro, we got a ladder match, and you don't have someone who's like every time you announce it, you're saying like she's a punch. Like show her beating niggas ass with weapons, Brutal, like man. on top of what she already does. Like make she's a monster, bro. Beast, dog. Oh yeah. man, what you got, man? Okay, I don't know if I can follow that one up. Okay, here we go. So the year is 2022. Uh-oh. So this person is not actually in the match, but I'm putting them in the match. So Zelina Vega is a surprise entrant in our Royal Rumble. Um, she ends up winning said match. Um, at first, Raquel Gonzalez is approaching the title, about to get it. And then um Liv Morgan gets up there. Raquel um punches Liv Morgan off. But then what is that? Zelina Vega knocks over the ladder. Raquel falls out. Zelina wins money in the bank. Zelina on SmackDown announces that I am waiting till WrestleMania. I'm not going to waste this opportunity. I want to, you know, have my WrestleMania moment, so I will be cashing in at WrestleMania. This upsets Raquel. Uh, Raquel's like, you shouldn't have won. You, you are weak. You're not even really a real wrestler. Um, and so that leads to them feuding over the summer. Um, we are basically building Zelina. This is where we built her actual wrestling profile, kind of like when Alexa Bliss had the money in the bank, how they kind of made her more fearsome as a wrestler. That's what this feud is for. Um, uh, Raquel, uh, after the match, attacks, you know, after Zelina, but Liv Morgan ends up saving her. They become friends, you know, have some fun tag team matches. They go for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships and lose, um, where in which Liv turns on Zelina, saying that, you know, I'm sick of being this nice girl. You know, I'm looking out for me now. Um, and they have a match for the Money in the Bay briefcase at SummerSlam, where in which Zelina wins. Uh, but at this point, you know, Zelina's kind of like, Mind you, Rhea Ripley is champion. Seems so like, you know, a lot of people are coming for this. I need some help. You know, I need some people to protect me. She enlists the help of three gentlemen. They form the LWO. Um, so in this storyline, uh, LWO is formed to basically protect Selena. They're like, hey, she's our queen. That She's the one we need to keep. She has the money to fake. We got to protect her. Um, this obviously puts them at odds with the Judgment Day because Rhea is champion. Um, so... The SmackDown before WrestleMania. So basically, the Raquel feud was during the summer. Liv was during the fall. I mean, during the the tag was during the fall. Feud was during the winter. Now we are in spring. Um, so the SmackDown before WrestleMania, the seeds of Zelina backstage injured. Um, you're like, oh, what's going on? Someone attacked her. Had to be Judgment Day. They don't want her to cash in. Rhea's facing Charlotte. Why would? Why would? She would let them do that. They're the judgment day. They attacked her, obviously. Um, so what's his name? You know, Adam's Pierce. Adam Pierce is pissed. He's like, this is not what we stand for. You know what, Zelina, I know you can't wrestle, but you know, you can do commentary at WrestleMania. So you'll do commentary for the match. Um, so great match between Rhea and Charlotte plays out the way it does in real life, where Rich Rhea wins. But while we're the commentary is going on, um, you know, Michael and Corey notice Rhea kind of stands up kind of fast. And I think she's taking off her neck brace. And is that cast not even real? Oh, is Zelina fine? 
Oh no, Zena's on the top rope while Rhea's celebrating her Karana. She's casting the money in the bank championship. Oh my gosh, Zena's won the money. WWE SmackDown Women's Champion WrestleMania. Oh my god. Surprise cash in. Lucky Steel. LWO is alive and well. So that brings us to the Backlash 2023 reporting live from San Juan, Puerto Rico with your SmackDown Women's Champion Zelina Vega in all her glory. Champion. Rhea says I gotta get my lick back. So we have our, you know, rematch. During this match, though, we just when you think Zelina's down and out, who is that to save her? Charlotte Flair with a natural selection? Big boo? Oh, my gosh. She just knocked out Rhea. Zelina wins, retains the title. Backstage interview, Charlotte, what was your motivation for helping Zelina? Direct quote was a favor to my husband. Shout out. The real niggas know. The real ones know. That, that was a favor to my husband. Real niggas remember, bro. And then so that brings us to SmackDown before Night of Champions. You know, Judgment Day is pissed. They pull all their levers. They say, hey, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Judgment Day versus LWO six-man tag match. The winner will decide the stipulation for the match at Night of Champions between Zelina and Rhea. Um, the LWO wants a ladder match. They said that's how Zelina won the title. That's her ground. She should have that. Judgment Day won a steel cage match. They're like, no more interference, no more messing around. Great six-man tag match wherein which Finn Balor ends up getting the pin on Santos, which leads to a later feud between the two of them. And so we have our steel cage match at Night of Champions where, unfortunately, without the help of LWO or Charlotte. Zelina does fall in convincing fashion to Rhea Ripley, who at many opportunities has a chance to like walk out of the cage, but decides not to to come back in to beat up Zelina more. It's like one of those type of matches. And then now we're back in the timeline where instead of getting the SmackDown Women's Champion, this is when they present Rhea with the new belt at Night of Champions, similar to how they did Seth. That was fire. So there you go. That yeah. was fucking fire. Hell yeah. I was... I got to backlash and I'm like, I want I was like Carlito interrupts it. Nah, he did the other match. And I was like, no, the other ones who I said, like, who is free? Who has a tie to Zelina? And it took me a while. But I was like, Charlotte. And there's something there too with like Charlotte and like Buddy. It's like, it's really Alistair. Like we could really have a fairly fired six-person tag match. But yeah, I think Zelina coming into backlash as champion dog would have been crazy, fam. Like that would have been so cool. That I'm fucking with that, bro. That was hard. Yeah. I'm fucking. And with we that. haven't had a WrestleMania cash in. I feel like in ever. Like if yeah. they're always like either um, at the match or like kind of mid, like at yeah. Money in the Bank, like the actual show or kind of just like random. So I feel like they yeah, have a hesitancy because they feel like they won't top uh, Seth's, which I understand because they won't. That was which they won't. Yeah, they won't. I, it's I called the that. heist of the century for a reason, bro. Yeah, yes, they won't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you enjoyed that and everything else, or at least some of what you heard today, feel free to stick with us. Make sure you subscribe to Patreon, A Show, uh, sorry, patreon.com, the A Show RNC, slash the A Show RNC. That is patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. I am your boy, CC. This has been Channing. And in the spirit of my guy, Armand, I want to let y'all know that this has been a great time and we will see you guys later.